0: Welcome back to You Better Work, a YouTube channel amplifying the ambition of young women, trans women and non-binary people across the world. My guest this week is Lissa Faye Crump. She is the founder at Kraken Marketing and I'll put the link to her website below because it's such good branding and it's really, really interesting to see how she brands herself. We had a great discussion, she's also based in Cornwall and she started her business during the pandemic. She talked about being authentic, about being weird and about her non-traditional career path. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you do, please give it a big thumbs up and hit the subscribe button. So hi Alyssa, thanks for joining me on You Better
1: Work. Hi Amy, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs)
0: Yay! I'm really grateful for all of your support with the uh, channel so far. So it's really great to finally get to interview you and um, talk about your career journey and some of the uh, challenges and some of the highs and things like that. So you described your career path as non-traditional. And I wondered if we could start by you explaining um, what you mean by that.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, I think quite often people see the traditional career path as going to college, then going to university to study what you want to go into. Um, At college, I studied performing arts, specialising in dance. So I got really good at jazz hands. Um, Actually, it was a a fantastic course. That's made it seem like it wasn't, but it was wonderful and I loved it. And it actually really helped me come up my shell a lot, my confidence, because I was incredibly shy. Um, And then I didn't go to university. I got accepted to go to Bath to do a dance and biology combined degree. And normally when I say that to people, they're like, those two things don't go together. Um, But they really do. (laughs) So sports science is like a well understood area of study, but there's only one university at that time that did dance science as an undergraduate. And that was one I didn't get into. Um, So I was gonna do a combined degree of dance and biology. But then I decided I wasn't actually going to be a dancer so <laughs> instead of having a wonderful time at university but getting in lots of debt I just decided to kind of start exploring the world and working and kind of fell into marketing it wasn't anything I ever decided was what I wanted to do but I ended up working at an e-commerce company um that sold camping equipment which was something I loved I love outdoor stuff and then realized oh marketing's quite cool and if someone clicks this if you do this and they click this then you can see that it's happened it was like the full digital path of seeing like instant gratification basically from what you've done if it worked or not I was like oh yeah I like this
0: (laughs) that sounds good and I think that um as someone with quite a traditional career path I have been guilty of And probably through slight jealousy as well of kind of going, oh, people are travelling, like they just had a year of like going on holiday. But a lot of people find it very valuable, and I think that was the case. Would you agree? For you as well? Yeah,
1: and I did mine in kind of short bursts. I didn't do a full gap year, unfortunately, which I always wanted to. Um, I went to work in a hotel in France and do a ski season. Um eight, I think I was eighteen then that was my first thing, and then when I moved back from there, I moved to Anglesey in North Wales, and then came to Cornwall for a bit more and then I moved to London, so I was working my entire time of going places um and then did like a couple of months in South Africa and Australia where I had like a, I think you'd call it a long holiday rather than travelling. I don't know don't know what the time length is the distinction, but <laughs> I thought you might know. <laughs> <laughs> I called it travelling, I don't know if anyone else would. (laughs) Prolonged holiday. Um, Anything over two weeks for me
0: is um, more than a holiday. Oh,
1: it was definitely that. And you know, I had the full experience of staying in like the grottiest hostels, which I loved, and just living on no money and having the best time.
0: (laughs) And you said that you, in your bio, you meant you put, shockingly to some, I don't have a degree do you find that that comes up a lot Um, for you
1: so I I am a bit of a nerd and I constantly look at all the marketing jobs in Cornwall um, even when I'm not looking for one I just like to see what's there and so many of them want you to have a degree when it's not necessary Um, in the tech world as well because that's I've got a lot of experience working in the tech world they're often asking for like a computer science degree When it's not necessary you can be completely self-taught and a genius at it without a degree and sometimes people won't even like let you in the door for an interview if you don't have one i've been really lucky that it hasn't actually hindered me in my career actually that's something i'm trying to stop saying at the moment is that i've been lucky in my career i've worked very hard yes i was
0: going to pull you up on
1: (laughs) that yeah i was saying this the other day i was like no i'm not lucky i've worked really hard stop belittling yourself um But I haven't come up against too much resistance um occasionally people have asked me what degree I did because I've I've held quite high level positions in companies and when I say I don't have one they're often shocked Mm. but not like oh get me gone just like oh that's surprising (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah I I worked really hard to learn on my own and do lots of courses and there's so much information online I just because I was interested, it didn't feel like work, it was just fun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I think that that uh, job description can be quite a barrier to people, especially early on in their career when they don't have a degree, because we look at it as like a checklist of things, and I think the overriding thing from the people on the channel who haven't had a degree is like just apply because mm. you've got other experience you know in the time that three year, you know people are doing three years of partying and maybe going to some lectures and you know <laughs> handing to get in the odd essay or whatever you've kind of had all this other experience or like you say you might have taught yourself and that's really valuable too and if the company doesn't recognize that then they're probably not the right company yeah new, you know.
1: or, or maybe they just need a conversation because sometimes different people are writing the job adverts to the people that actually are hiring the person so they don't always know I, it's like i've seen uh so many jokes online about bad job adverts that have been written uh including one that said something like they want 10 years of swift programming experience when the language had only been around for like five years and uh, just like people not quite knowing what they need when they write the ad which is like miscommunication internally it's no one's fault it's just so yeah. there's also a really interesting stat about women and men applying for jobs I talk a lot about diversity in in tech tech? Um, and women tend to only apply for jobs if they meet 100% of the requirements whereas men tend to apply even if they only meet 70% so as women we need to be more confident in our abilities and if it's something we want like as a role just go for it
0: yeah and often like especially if it's a step up you're not going to apply for it if you have a hundred percent of the experience because you might already be in that kind of job. So, you know, I think it should be like a desirable, you know, I can do most of it. And actually I can be quite honest about this bit that I can't do. But here are some steps that I might take to get that knowledge or experience.
1: And in my experience with hiring people, team fit is like so much more important than all the skills they already have. If they're the right person, and they're missing like one area, you can train them and develop them. If they've got all the check the boxes, but as a person, you don't think they're gonna be the right fit for the team, then they're not the right person to put through.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really, really important point. And I think when people haven't done the hiring, they're not necessarily aware of that. So I think that's really helpful to, to raise. And you mentioned that you have just a love of finding out more about marketing and that and that sort of being able to see who clicked on what and what result it had had. But I wondered if you could expand on that and talk a bit more about what drew you to marketing and how you kind of got to where you are now.
1: Yeah, so I used to be really interested in psychology. Um, and I actually at one point wanted to be a forensic psychologist because um, I'm obsessed with true crime. And I'm so happy that it's like really in now to be into true crime. <laughs> For a little while there as a teenager, I was a total weirdo. Uh, <laughs> But my mum, as a mature student, did a degree at Plymouth University, a psychology degree, and we talked about it, and I was just obsessed, and I told her I wanted to do this, and very wisely, she pointed out, there's only like three jobs a year that come up in that position, so it probably wasn't the smartest career path. Um, But then I found out, like, with, like, web psychology, how people interact with stuff online, how they purchase, what, like, having the color of a button a certain way or things in certain positions like there's a whole psychology to getting people to convert and do what do what you want that sounds really sinister do what you want online but you know we're in business we are trying to get people to do things (laughs) um so i really like that and as i started in e-commerce like i say that journey from you know if you're putting like a digital ad out doing ppc and then people clicking through and then purchasing and then coming back through newsletters just seeing that funnel and life cycle Whilst it's like, you know, you pretty anonymized data, but you can still see this one person going through. That's fascinating to me. <laughs> and um, how you speak to people, how they respond to it. And um, that's something that I'm really into as well is the way we speak to people as brands, um, having personality and not being just corporate and vanilla. And I think one of the worst things I ever hear a business say is when you ask it their customer is, if they say everybody because it it can't be everybody (laughs) if you're speaking to everyone you're speaking to no one and people like to buy from people and people like to buy from stories and having personality so it, my personal brand is, I'm a bit of a weirdo, <laughs> um, but it's, and I've put that into my marketing, but I'm fine with it. I know that that's what I am. And I think it's part of my job. <laughs> um, so like, when I talk at conferences, everyone knows that my slides are going to be GIFs. They know I'm going to do an awkward finger point at some point during the talk because I can't help myself. Um, that's my personal brand. And I put that through into Kraken Marketing, is that... <laughs> Yeah, we're weirdos, but if you like our vibe, come work with us and we'll do great things. But if you just want vanilla marketing, then we're not your people, because that's not what we do. I used to be so terrified of public speaking, even though I'd done performing arts training, and like had a massive panic attack once on stage, and just like, it was an epic fail, and I never wanted that to happen again. But I go on and my nervous energy comes out and it's like either I ended up doing jazz hands or like finger guns and I do that when I feel awkward and I talk to people anyway so it's like how can I make this more awkward? I know! Finger guns! (laughs) Uh. (laughs) 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 You've led very nicely on to my
0: next question which is I, (laughs) I love that you've said that your personal brand is being brave and a bit of a badass. And I just wondered, I know you mentioned that you were really shy and then you kind of did this performing arts um, course at college, but I just wondered if you've always been this way and whether there was a turning point for you or how you kind of built up that confidence.
1: Uh, well, I think I've always been a weirdo. Uh, I've just become more confident in, in that. and. I see the value in it now that authenticity Um, I think I spent far too long when I was younger trying to pretend that oh like when I was trying to be corporate oh gross Uh, (laughs) because I thought that's how you were meant to be and I was like oh no because that's rubbish for everyone let's just be ourselves Um, but yeah it was a journey and now that I work for myself I feel like a new sense of freedom where I can be like, before I've always been representing somebody else as well, so I'm, like, trying to be my weird little self, but within confines that's still good for their brand, um, which yeah. be a difficult balance, um, luckily I've worked for some great brands that have <laughs> liked my weirdness, <laughs> but now that I have that freedom, it's really liberating, actually, it's I think like
0: it's really interesting you say that because I have recently realized that I'm most uncomfortable when I'm trying to be someone else or trying to like portray like you say not necessarily corporate because I don't work in the corporate world but just how I think I should act and that's not to say that when I don't act like that I'm you know completely out the bounds of normal (laughs) Uh, you know, I you don't take two things too seriously and I like to have a bit of fun and chat and all of that kind of thing. And I realise that I'm just so much more comfortable and that's made me more confident. And I don't try and be different because it's made me more anxious or nervous or public speaking. If I've tried to do it as a different person, no. it just halfway through I'm like uh oh, this isn't me I don't I feel really nervous now I've got to keep this accent that I've been doing or whatever's happened
1: <laughs> in the course of the nervousness oh yeah. that's so funny that's so true oh no, yeah um oh do you know what I I should I also say I need to give one of my really good friends a shout out here because I was very much this is corporate lissa this is normal lissa and i kept them very separate um until she joined a company i worked at and then my weirdness really came out i couldn't couldn't hide it anymore she brought it out of me and actually that was so good for me um it made me realize that i can do both i just up until then i'd always tried to keep it very separate and have this very professional lissa and yeah no she made she made me weird (laughs) Come out. <laughs> so thanks Jenny.
0: <Jane. laughs> You're very passionate about marketing, obviously. I think you've demonstrated that very well. <laughs> and you mentioned that there's many different kinds of roles and I think there's that um, meme or cartoon on the internet of like what is marketing? Oh, it's just messing about on social media. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think it's you know is a fair um, assessment of some people's judgment of marketing and I think if they knew all the different things that you're talking about there's quite a data side there's the writing side and lots of things so I just wondered what advice do you have for other people who are thinking of a career in marketing?
1: Oh so many things and try everything within marketing and find the bit that like you really like um because there's so much oh it spans so much there's so much creative in it there's being a wordsmith there's being a visual designer there's being someone that's all about data and analytics and tracking stuff and to kind of um develop your career further um you need to have an understanding of the whole marketing mix you can't doesn't mean you have to be a world-class designer writer and data person because I don't know there's too many things to be good at but to have a basic understanding of the whole thing is really important it's a total ecosystem um yeah so understanding how because nothing works on its own it's all linked in together um so if you're writing an ad and designing one that's going there then needs to be tracked through and have a landing page and have this so the web team needs to be involved everyone needs to be involved in everything um and transparency is so important don't get all like Gollum with the ring like just share it around i don't know why i had to get lord of the rings and now apparently (laughs) it's the most unuseful metaphor i've ever used in my life
0: (laughs) if you don't know who Gollum is have a have a pause have a google come back (laughs) no i think that's really useful and i think like you say it's marketing like lots of other terms is a big umbrella for lots of different strands within and i think when i was at university i was like i'm gonna do marketing i didn't really understand what it was it just sounded out of all the graduate schemes that were being thrown my way in terms of adverts not offers (laughs) it just (laughs) sounded like the most creative and the most interesting you know rather than finance or whatever but actually taking the time to understand the different elements and research is um, really really useful and you've worked within marketing a lot within the tech world yeah. and um, you said that you're quite passionate about diversity and that the tech sector in particular needs more diversity what have your experiences been like and sort of what's led you to that um, belief? Um, So
1: it's not like a local thing that there needs to be more diversity in tech. Like it, it's definitely worldwide. Um, Cornwall on the whole isn't particularly diverse, um, but there's a lot of tech going on here. And by diversity, I mean gender, I mean age, I mean race, I mean e- social economic background, like everything. If we just have a bunch of white middle class men working in a room creating a product, it's not going to work for everybody. There's some really interesting books on the subject there's one called technically wrong um i can't remember the author now which i'm really sorry about but it's about how biased algorithms and tech how much of a problem it is for us going further in the world i did a talk about it once and i did think i went as far as to say it's going to be the end of the world it's quite dramatic but potentially could be with ai and things. um <laughs> creating bias programs and software is like dangerous for everybody and it's not going to work um oh a really small example i saw on twitter this week um you know when you put your name in something when you're registering and it wouldn't yeah. let this woman put her name in because her name was woo like w u it's like two letters is too short for a name can't have it and she, you know if there was a more diverse team they might have noticed that that's a problem and that people do have short surnames so it's just stuff like that your user experience is bad as well if you're not kind of prepared for every kind of user case um yeah. but in cornwall there's definitely a lot more we can do for diversity as well um and a lot of it goes to education and going in get them young um but teaching young girls in particular that they can have careers in tech and that they can have rewarding careers locally that pay really good money um tech girls has been founded quite recently and they're definitely worth checking out they are creating a magazine for six to 12 year old girls encouraging them to do tech i have an eight year old daughter um and she is loving programming on scratch because it's all like drag and drop interface but so it makes it fun and they understand it but they're actually learning how to do programming as well so it's just explaining that these opportunities are there if they want them and again like with tech like with marketing so many roles so i did marketing i still class myself as working in the tech industry um and you can do graphics design and design for games and like ux and ui and like it's just the whole sphere of what you can be doing and it's rewarding and fun
0: Yeah, no, it's so true. I saw a programme a long time ago that was in a primary school and they gave all of the children, probably like a similar age, like seven or eight, Lego and that they had to make different things out of the Lego and on the first day that they gave it to them the girls in the class weren't very good because they hadn't been given necessarily those types of toys to play with but then like once they'd had it for two weeks they were exactly the same point as the boys and it was just about making sure that they had the opportunities to grow those kind of skills. Um, I think they're saying it's like logical skills and space or spatial awareness and all of that kind of thing. And I think you're right that earlier that you can kind of introduce it. And I put a video up last week saying I never got like introduced to engineering and I was in like the top math set, although my maths now is awful because I'm, you know, don't really use it. <laughs> <laughs> but I never like knew about engineering or anything like that because this whole stem awareness wasn't a thing when I was at school so it's really really important
1: and getting away from like boy and girl things like it infuriates me and actually like lego I've has something explaining to do in my book because I love lego and I love what it's all about but now you know they all come in these kits and they have they're all like pink and flowery and like almost like Barbie Lego and it's like well like everyone likes bricks and can use their imaginations it's like feels like they're really um pigeonholing girls and so you must like this because it's pink and girly and it's a little yeah examples now but I and I'm like oh just why not the normal Lego for everybody it just seems they're probably trying to get girls into it but going too far the other way you know and it's They're not girls and boys toys. They're for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, it's building those skills. Like if it hasn't got pictures on, your imagination can run wild and you can think about different things. And, you know, we do have imagination as well. Shock horror. (laughs) From a young age. (laughs) Don't be afraid. Um. (laughs) So during this new normal the pandemic everything like that you founded your own agency kraken marketing which has amazing branding and i'll put the link um below um what's that been like and what was kind of your journey to founding your own business oh it's
1: it's been weird because it like it's been a long time coming but also now was definitely the right time which seems ridiculous in a global pandemic to start your own business um if i said if someone had suggested that to me i'd be like no um but i did and it's been really successful and a lot of the work i've got has been from networking in cornwall so like do it guys <laughs> even if you don't start your own business for like another four years there's people i knew from men that have approach me now about working with them so um, it works. <laughs> Make Put yourself in those painful positions. <laughs> um, so I'm primarily working with tech companies um, which I love because I love the really geeky content um, and I love trying to translate that to non techy people. But there's some exciting stuff happening, like the world isn't slowing down that much. sorry that sounds really ignorant I know a lot of industries have and I know a lot of industries are really suffering um tech seems to be going really well so it was um a good area for business at the moment um but like I said it's lovely to be myself and be weird with my brand and have a full goffy website of my dreams (laughs) like but I don't none of my clients are like that so don't worry if you want to work for me I'm not gonna make you go gothy you can <laughs> keep your bright colors and be cheerful it's fine <laughs> um, but yeah I love it and I'm loving working with so many different people on like long-term projects so I'm working with lots of fun people and getting to my work's really diverse so every day I'm doing something really different which is really fun I said all that and I didn't touch on the fact that uh, my daughter's been home for all of the lockdown as well so trying to launch a business whilst being a single parent and trying to homeschool has been interesting <laughs> I'm not gonna lie um, by the end of it the homeschooling was kind of doing scratch programming on the computer and watching science experiments on YouTube <laughs> like the things that we could do without there being tears on both sides so I praise every teacher in the world because I am not a teacher (laughs) and uh, I think my daughter's very glad I'm not because it it wasn't great
0: (laughs) she wasn't doing kind of content plans and social media scheduling by the end helping out with the family business hang on I totally
1: missed the trick there
0: (laughs) so my final question to everyone is what are you proudest of so far in your career
1: oh oh, well, okay there's a few things can i say a few things or is that really conceited?
0: you can speak for an hour about what you're proudest of that's what the channel's all about most people struggle to answer the questions and <laughs> delighted that you've got a few things
1: oh, good. <laughs> no i try and practice gratitude a lot and like vocalize to myself things i'm grateful for um and like how I picked myself up on before about I've been lucky I'm like not lucky I worked hard so I'm trying it's something I try and do because I I'm so self-deprecating as a person naturally so I have to regularly bring myself up it's important (laughs) yeah um I won Young Business Person of the Year in I think it's 2017 um and I was really proud of that that was at the Cornwall Business Awards um i'd been a finalist like two years before and not one so actually winning it was like yeah um setting up my business and it working straight away um whilst being at home with my daughter Uh, but actually just managing to have a career whilst being a single parent um in cornwall like i'm really proud that i've made it work and that she's really happy and (laughs) Like a good kid Um, and I've managed to still get a career and be a good role model for her and uh, be something for her to look up to while still being like challenged and growing and developing so yeah external recognition not gonna lie love it give me all the awards please Um, (laughs) but also just the knowledge that you know there's been a few adversities my path and managing to keep keep going and get to a good place. I think that's amazing
0: and I think all of those things are amazing things to be proud of and you should be and I think more people should practice like you say saying what they're grateful for and saying what they've achieved and Um, often talk about perhaps writing stuff down so that you don't forget what you've done because sometimes life goes quickly and you think oh I've not done that much and that you can look back at sort of a physical record of what you've done and be surprised about it so yeah I think that's phenomenal and as I say especially in a global pandemic with everything to um, have a successful business um, that's just just fantastic and i'm so pleased for you and i hope that you continue to go from strength to strength and just want to say a massive thank you so much um, for coming on the channel
1: thank you so much for having me um i'm really pleased to be here um your channel's doing some awesome stuff and i look forward to watching all the videos so i've got one to look forward to with me
0: So I hope you enjoyed that video with Lissa. It was really great to hear about her journey into finding marketing, the tech sector, and to now setting up Kraken Marketing. If you know someone or you'd like to be interviewed on the channel, please send me a message. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at workbetteryou. Hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell to so not miss anything else. If you want to view this video as a podcast, The link to that is below. Have a lovely week. See you soon.